This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I was surprised, too. (laughs) I found out on the plane yesterday flying here for this. You know, in this league, anything can happen, so you just figure out what's next. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bet the voice. New Wizards point guard? Because he's still a Phoenix Sun, right? He's also not going to play a game for the Wizards from the still NBA a point guard. Still, Technically still a Sun. Still a Phoenix Sun for, for at least the moment right now. The voice of uh, future NBA Hall of Famer, uh, Chris Paul, who was on Good Morning America this morning. Michael Strahan, for NFL Hall of Famer, had asked him, like, hey, like, you, you got traded over the weekend, man. And he found out on the plane uh, heading to New York to go into Good Morning America to promote his book, 61. Uh, talk about the role his grandfather played molding him into the man and father that he is today. And yes, I am reading that off of Amazon, but that's the book that Chris Paul was promoting. So that's really bad timing for Chris Paul. Hey, everyone buy my book. Also, I just got traded. Like very bizarre how this all came to me. I actually give him book sales though. Good for him for the book. Book's book's gonna sell way more. Yeah, you want to be in the news. Absolutely. I think it was great for him, honestly. I mean, because at this point, it's like, yeah, I mean, you're actually, you're actually right, which is like actually like really stunning and really funny. There's actually it's just a funny. good thing for Chris Paul's book. It's it just is funny. funny. It yeah. is funny. Uh, and like where his career has kind of ended up. He's also really rich and he probably doesn't care at all. God bless him. Or maybe he does. In any event, uh, Chris Paul, for now at least, headed to the Washington Wizards once this trade is um, finally and officially consummated over the course of at some point this week, I'm sure. Um, you can have a Chris Paul conversation. You can have a Wizards conversation as well. Um, and you said it in the last segment. If you're a Wizards fan, I think you probably have to be like strangely happy right now that the team is embarking on an era where no more half measures to use the quote for breaking bad. Like we are they're fully going in on a rebuild right now, trading Bradley Beal for not much, but clearing that albatross of a contract from the books. And uh now we'll kind of see what the Michael Winger, like the new executive in charge of the Wizards, does next year. You'd imagine that they're going to be pretty bad next year, and we'll see what happens with Chris Stapps Porzingis coming up this offseason, et cetera. They do have some like intriguing young players, I guess. So we can talk about Ken, Chris Paul, where's he going to go? What will it mean? We're talking about the Washington Wizards as well. Like, are they a team that could maybe like exceed expectations next year if the expectations are going to be like absolute rock bottom here? So let's talk Chris Paul. Let's talk Wizards, whichever tickles your fancy first. I mean, I guess we have to do Paul first just because, I mean, the Wizards is a a very negative discussion because it's just about how bad they're going to be or what other moves they're going to make their their arc is trending down they haven't bottomed out yet you would assume that would happen this season uh but we'll see what they do we'll see how they try to reform the roster Ever, to be fair everybody thought utah was going to stink and they actually ended up being insanely well run and marking and hit and they won uh actually forgot to make won 37 games last year went way over their win total uh with paul We're winning so much that danny Ainge had to make a call yeah, like hey guys like yoink yeah, hey like pull the plug on this, please. Yeah, so um, let's let's please just sit everybody. Marketing, how's your hand? Great, you're out for four weeks. Oh, no, coach, my head. Nope, four weeks, you're out. Sorry. And uh, still one most improved player, which was great. So the the Chris Paul part of this, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's like a lesser conversation than the Brad Beal one because it's just, you know, there's a, there are certain 
you know, like the the title stars are just these entrenched like players in their prime on these teams and everything's kind of orbiting around them. And what what role players do you have? What coach do you have? What what kind of a bench do you have? Like what part of your career are you in? But everything's orbiting around all these different players. And Chris Paul used to be one of those players. And everything be like, well, you never won anything, but like had had an incredibly accomplished career, was in the playoffs all the time, and franchises approached his career like he was one of those players. So whether you think he was or not is actually kind of irrelevant. And actually what I think is kind of irrelevant, like franchises built around him. Like he was one of those guys and didn't end up winning anything. Like got to a finals once, almost got to a finals another time. And he's just not that anymore. So now it's like, all right, what other stars orbit is he going to go into? And, you know, depending on which one it is, kind of like with Beal, does it make you like a team a little bit more? Uh, if he played for the Celtics, would you like them a little bit more? Probably not, because the Celtics are kind of that unique team that doesn't have a great planet with things orbiting it. <laughs> they really have that right now. Jason Tatum is supposed to be that for them. Uh, if he went to the Lakers, would that, you know, would that do a lot for you? Uh, if he went to these other teams, I don't, I don't think there's a team he goes to where you go, well, I wasn't going to bet them to win the title, and now I am. And I don't, you'd be like, oh, well, the Lakers, he makes them better, right? But like, you know, Lakers are already, what, like the fourth, fifth choice to win the title. They're going to struggle to bring back the whole team. Maybe they're able to bring back a lot of things. Great. And then, like, all right, should they be not the fourth favorite or not the fourth most likely team to win? This is why all of this is, it's so fun. Like, I love the NBA offseason. I actually really like talking about it. And I try not to be a wet blanket with this stuff, but just like, look, there. when Durant got traded, there was a reason why that mattered. Because it's a rare situation where somebody who affects who wins the title moves from one place to another. That doesn't happen very often. There aren't very many of these guys. And so all you're left with when that is not happening is this stuff, which is like the second tier guys and the third tier guys and stars with names that are making a ton of money. But where they're going ultimately like shouldn't really ever shape the futures market in a reasonable way. I, I, I love the idea also. Like the Clippers are interested in a potential reunion with Chris Paul. Which is just... Like, I, I mean, like, just amazing. Yeah. As, as the Clippers look to shatter the record for, for most games missed by players making infinity dollars in a single no season. No kidding. Like, like right. I mean, like, I, like, oh, oh, speaking of which, do you want to talk about Beal, like, a little bit? We didn't actually really talk about Beal. I, everybody has, like, a really strong opinion on what he is. And I think being on one extreme or the other, like, you're, you're all wrong. Because we nobody knows. Like, nobody knows. This guy is, like, right at the absolute tipping point when he might start being bad in his career and his apex is like a pretty good player, like a borderline all-star kind of a player, but he also is like 30 and he misses a ton of games and we don't really know what he's going to be. So like everyone that's like, well, he's this, or like everyone's sleeping on how good he was like, okay, like you're all dumb. Like, how about just, how about like, we don't know. Cause how much of his performance is things that are going to come with him to Phoenix age, injury, history, effort and how much of the things how much are things that are going to stay in washington like hey you know when i played like 40 games every year and i was just like an iso ball guy who like shot a ton and did nothing else and didn't defend at a high level either well that was all the wizards they didn't use me right and i was just trying to get the super max and i didn't really care so i just kind of like did my own thing which could totally be the case, <laughs> which could like totally be what happened. And also and like makes him no a genius idea. also. If that's true, it right. makes him a genius because he got the Supermax and he's insanely He got rich. everything he wanted anyway. And you don't have to play a lot to get it. And like they didn't even make, I mean, you know, 
when Westbrook was there, they made the play-in. Like, that was the big accomplishment. When John Wall was there, they made the second round and lost to the Celtics in an embarrassing game. So, again, like, how much of it is, okay, like, that was Washington, but now I'm going to try really hard and I'm not going to skip games. Not like it was, like, his choice. He, I'm sure he was legitimately hurt, but just, okay, like, how many games are we getting? And what quality of is, you know, defenses tends to be an effort thing. Uh, would it surprise me if he showed up and was just awesome? No. He's playing in Washington. Like, I just, okay, it could have just been a business decision. We just have no idea. Could he show up and it's like, oh, this isn't, this is, this is just okay. He's like a spot up shooter who actually hasn't shot very well from three. Like, uh, okay. Like, what, what is that? Who's like a, a below average defender who's a little past his prime? It could be any of those things. But the idea that you know anybody out there, like the idea that you know what this is, like half of you are going to be right and half of you are going to be wrong. It's kind of like betting in that way, right? You give out a side to a game. I love Denver tonight. I love Miami. Then whoever side wins, it goes, it couldn't have been anything else. I'm a genius. Be like, actually, half of you were going to say that no matter what. It was actually an incredible mystery what the outcome of the game was going to be. We didn't know, but half of you get to take the victory lap anyway. That's what this one feels like to me. Half the people are going to take a victory lap that they knew he was way better than we thought. Half are going to be like, told you he's missed games, didn't try very hard on defense, whatever. And like, we're, we're screwed either way because half the people are going to think they knew. I'll, uh, I'll offer my best guess as to what I think Beal is going to be this year. And also, like, you know, we could compare him to what he did in Washington. And he doesn't. He's going to be the third option on this team now. He's yeah. not going to be expected to be the best player. Wide open shots. The, the second best player Wide on the team. Shots. Where, again, like, that's kind of where, like, I, I think people get a little twisted when they're like, oh, well, this deal's terrible because, boy, the Suns didn't need a player like Bradley Beal. They already have Durant. It's like, oh, like, what were they going to do that was going to be better than this this offseason? Like, I mean, like, you you might think that Bradley Beal's, like, not as good as Durant and Booker, and he's not. But also, like, it's still a good move for Phoenix. They traded nothing to get a player of this caliber. So, I maybe he only plays in 40 games. Also, if, if you told the Suns you'll get 50 games from Bradley Beal in the regular season and you guarantee that he'll be healthy for the duration of the postseason, they might sign up for that in blood because that's when they need him. They're going to need him in the postseason. You know what he's probably going to be? He's probably going to be pretty good because he doesn't have to be the best player or the second best player on the team. He's be the third best player on the team. I think he's certainly capable of doing that. Like, I... I see, like, no downside to this deal for Phoenix. Now it's just, like, is he going to be good enough to get them over the hump? Maybe not because the West is ridiculous, and we'll do Golden State in a second. You mentioned the Lakers, who obviously still have LeBron and Anthony Davis. So, like, I don't know if Phoenix is, like, guaranteed even to go to the Western Conference Final at this point. But what I, what I think we can expect from Beal, I think he's probably going to be pretty good. I think this deal is a great deal for the Phoenix Suns and a great deal for the Wizards, and we kind of go from there and see what happens coming up this season. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, from a, a fan standpoint, everything you said is right, right? And just like, a, even a betting standpoint, like just rooting for these teams. Look, is the franchise going to get clobbered with a $60 million player option in a couple of years that he's definitely picking up? Yes. Is that going to suck when it happens? Yes. As betters, will we, should we care about that? Or will we be around for any of that? No, not really. We're going to be on to something else. <laughs> like, we're, we're pretty good on that one. So just, yeah, for this year's Phoenix Suns, did they improve the ceiling of the team? Yes, definitely. Um, and anybody who watched Chris Paul in the playoffs, like... They did. Even if you don't like Bradley Beal very much, they did. And I used to, like, I, I loved watching Chris Paul's career. I, like, I bet on and rooted for Chris Paul in a bunch of games. Not the Golden State series, but a bunch of the other th games. Um, and actually did pretty well. One of the big, biggest bets I ever made in a playoff game was him, Game 7 against the Spurs, first round on Kentucky Derby Saturday, when American Pharaoh won the first leg of the Triple Crown. Played the Spurs in the Game 7. Ken. 
Yeah, that was, and you know what else was later that night? Mayweather Pacquiao was that night too. I, that was a I banger remember, sports day. I yeah. remember because I, because I blacked out drinking and woke up that morning in my apartment in Astoria where I lived by myself, and there was a box of pizza like half eaten, like on the on the table there. That was yeah, a great night with me and my friends. Yeah, the Astoria. That was beer some garden. kind of night. That was some kind of night. So like, I like Chris Paul, but just like and that's Paul not had the winning is. shot, right? Yeah. Over Tim Duncan yeah. in that game. Set. Uh, I think it was like a, a little like leaner kind of mid range off glass. I think something like that on the right uh, right elbow. So. Yeah, just it's I, I love Chris Paul, but just, you know, Brad Beal probably improves their ceiling. But what is he going to be? He is like a specific type of player where I think like half the people think one way really strongly, half the people think the other way really strongly. And I really he's a player where I don't I don't want to make a prediction because I could, I could definitely see both sides here. Like Kevin Love didn't win anything in Minnesota and then joined LeBron and Kyrie and won a title. And it's like, oh, well, like he didn't win. Like, oh, great. And then he went there, and guess what he did? Win, because he was the third best player. So it can happen both ways. All right. We discussed Bradley Beal. We talked about the Wizards angle. We talked about the Phoenix Suns angle. We got more breaking news in the NBA. Draymond Green declining his player option next year with the Golden State Warriors. Maybe he's back with Golden State next year. Or maybe he's not. We'll talk Draymond Green's future. More NBA offseason chatter. Betting breakdown coming up next hour number two. You better you bet. Nick and Ken. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.